Hello, and welcome to Lux, the podcast. I'm Margot Morin, America's Catholic sweetheart. And I'm Stephen Antonio. I'm the watchman. Oh, okay. So you're being alert. Well, I'm being alert. I'm being, watch- being. Yeah, watching. If there's one word that I use all the time to describe you, it's alert. Watchman. <laughs> oh, alert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, welcome to Lux. Welcome to Lux, the podcast where we look at the upcoming Sunday gospel. We actually don't look at it because it's an audio right medium but we listen to the upcoming sunday gospel exactly l understand it in new ways you and then we weave it all together with our experience and yours yes that's right right and we welcome all our new listeners from the past weeks right yeah, i don't have any any new shout outs do you have any um well all the people that joined us on our live show that's right it was so nice it was so amazing yeah so thank you for that i yes. especially loved the dance number yeah 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 at yeah. the end there that was so yeah, and your dick you looked great thank you yes. thank you so yeah. much that was that's a family heirloom oh okay yeah my grandmother's dicky <laughs> <laughs> okay so here we go we also always start with an icebreaker that's right oh we don't have any ice to break no but that's okay we have water bottles today that's right yeah we're 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 Lux water bottles. Taking, Look at our yeah, website for it's merch. March. It's March. Okay, tell us your first aim name, instant messenger name. Oh, okay. And your favorite snack right now, currently. Oh, uh, Steve Di Ten. I think is Steve Di Ten. Okay. Yeah, when I was going by my real last name. Yeah. And then uh, snack. Yeah. You know, I I been really enjoying Cheez Its Puffs. Oh. So they're kind of like Jack's. Oh. But they taste like Cheez-Its. I want those. They're really good. I always see them at BJ's, but they like, you know, yeah, a like gallon. A, yeah. And so I just, I can't because I'll eat that in yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my new snack. That's a good one. I've yeah. never heard of that. I'm going to check They've been that trying out. a lot Cheez-Its. Like they've been doing like snaps Man, and chips and all. Good for Cheez-Its, I just say. Just keep it the same, but no, bring make it. it puff. Whatever's Cheez-It. I'll have cheese at chicken. Oh, cheese at, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. You yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my Abe. first AIM name was Meg Talb, M-E-G-T-A-L-B, because that was my nickname and my last name. So it was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 Meg Talb. You were still trying to convince that Meg is a nickname for I mean, Margo. My, look, I didn't give it to myself. <laughs> Take it up with my sisters. Oh, okay. Well, next time I see him. And I am I am going through such a phase oh, of snack wise. Okay. That I, I cannot have enough um sour cream and onion Pringles. Oh. Which I'm not proud of. But, but they're, they're still oh, good. Man, they're delish. Yeah. Um yeah. So I, I'm just I'm like Trance eating. I just saw something on, on the interweb about Pringles because really carcinogen or something. No, no, no. It was it's it's like dehydrated potatoes right. that they form. Right. But it's a good thing because it's not the it's a kind of the remainder of the potatoes. Oh, okay. So they're <gasps> so not, I'm really doing my part. You are in the potato world. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to do that because you know from Maine, potatoes yes. are big there. Oh, are they? They used to be. They used to be okay. Um, I thought did they just only produce vacations? <laughs> It is vacation land. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the guy who invented the Pringle okay. was buried in a Pringles can. His ashes. I've heard that. Genius. Right? Genius. Yeah. Okay. So here's what. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. We're looking at the Gospel of Mark. Yep. We are in the second Sunday of Advent in the year B. 
Mark yeah. year. And last Tuesday we talked all about Mark, but we I just did. forget it. But I don't know what you said. Well, you know what? I'll it. give. I'll we'll revisit it. Okay, perfect. A little bit, but um, we're in. We finally are starting at the beginning. So we're at Mark. Oh. One, one to eight. Oh, perfect. Which last week was 13 you were like what the heck yeah and what's this theme because doesn't each week of advent have a theme mm -hmm. so oh, last week gosh. was hope hope love there's like love well, faith joy and is... joy right love, oh okay faith well i guess we can find out yeah after reading this we can make our own guess sure i think joy is next week because it's pink you know honestly oh yeah you know i never heard these themes until i was like 40. oh i don't know if that's like a thing i mean i guess I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe some Pope said it. I bet it was a Protestant. <gasps> <laughs> they do have good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it goes something like this. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God, as it is written in Isaiah, the prophet, behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So Mark does not have nativity scene. You're right. In the gospel. Mark gets it right in there. Yeah, right, right? in um, adult Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And, and we hear a little bit about, I, I think this is a fascinating start, right? Okay. What I like about Mark is that he gets right to the point. Yeah. This oh. remember we talked about on Tuesday night yeah. that the word immediately is all throughout the Gospel of Mark. Oh, okay. So that's your Mark drinking game for this year. Uh, immediately. immediately. Oh, okay. You have to listen to that. It will be in the Gospels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he says it all the time. Because Matthew was what, like, just uh, hold on. Matthew was hanging there. Hanging there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is immediately. Mark, yes, Mark, okay. immediately. And we hear, like, this reading is, and the whole gospel is introduced by the author of Mark. Right. So he's saying, here we go, the beginning yep. of the gospel of Jesus. And then he got, and, and it's like, go. Right. It sort of races from here. So I have questions. Hit me. Do the Jewish people believe that God forgives their sins? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Okay. I mean, first of all, there's lots of different kinds of Jews at that time. Oh, okay. So remember the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they all had kind of different ideas of Flavors. how things worked. Okay. And there's more, right? There's lots. Okay. So in a blanket statement, yeah, yeah they do. And we people think uh, this may be related to, I think it's called a, a mikvah bath. Oh, okay. Um, which is a place to be like purified. Like you go and... To the temple, probably. Right. So, okay. like, after, 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 like, you've had a baby, or after, you know, people dip, I think, their cooking pots into the mikvah, and like, oh, there's all right. this. It's this sort of purifying bath that, you know, is symbolic of being washed clean. Okay. And Ooh. I'm, 
again, not a Jewish person or yeah. scholar, but so I'm probably getting a, this a little wrong, but that's the general idea. Okay. So the, the Jews, in answer to your question, would have an idea that there's, you can start over. Okay. Right? That you can stop what you're doing, be washed clean, and yeah. start over. Because he does say that Jesus will baptize you in of repentance. So I was just wondering if that was a new thing. Right. Right. Well, I, you know, there's this is a good question, and people don't – I don't know if anyone really knows very much about why he was doing this, why it all kind of came together. John or Jesus? John. Oh, okay. Like, were people confessing right. and then being washed? We don't know. Oh, right. What Like, what was the procedure? Okay. Did they ask to be washed of, as, a, as a thing of repentance? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – you know, it's kind of hard to tell, but it's certain, it definitely sets the scene okay. for Jesus. Yes, right, right. Right. Okay, so my next question is the second half. Okay. Why does Mark highlight the lifestyle of John? Oh, what a good question. Oh, my gosh. So, John, you're I, talking about his clothes. Yeah, his camel hair. Yep. Leather belt. Yep. Around his waist. Yeah, it's so very specific. And then locusts and wild honey. Right. Which, First of all, delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, honey is. Yeah. I don't know about locusts, but. Do I, you have a guess about why he is. Highlighting that? Yeah. I'm wondering if it's anti-cultural. Like, oh, he, okay. he's, he is. Like, this guy's whacked. Right. He, he's not part of the norm. Right. Because I'm guessing prophets, I mean, if he, he's, if he is a prophet. Yeah. It would be like, like I'm just comparing it to the priest of the temple. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Find. Yep. Okay. Oh my gosh, yeah, you got it. Perfect. He's dressing like a prophet. Uh, so this is kind of a sort of traditional r idea of how a prophet looks. They're, they're kind of haggard and yeah. rough looking. They're living out, you know, they're they're sort of out in the wilderness screaming kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening yeah. to God, hearing yeah. his voice. But preaching, but preaching. too. Like, and we've talked about prophets, I, I'm sure, before. Yeah. When you think of a prophet, you think like they're going to predict something. Right. Right. Yeah. But prophets are actually talking about what's happening right now. Okay. Like God wants you to hear this. So you need to hear this. Cool. So he's talking to prophets are talking to their people a message from God. Okay. That they need to know. Okay. So not so much like a medium. Right. Definitely. But not. definitely connected yeah. to the spirit and being like, I hear that God wants you to hear this. Okay. Right. Right. So now like I'm trying to think of like a modern day one like you know what you could i could almost see like pope francis being a modern day prophet right right because yes. he's saying look the church needs to be listening yeah it needs it needs finally to be recognizing where we're failing yeah you know who we're failing to love and all yeah. of that like that that you could almost say he's yeah. taking that role although he, much nicer dressed well yeah but he also has really simplified the dress of true that's very true. I mean, he came out with just white stuff, which yeah. is huge. And his living style. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that doesn't mean well for Pope Francis, because most prophets... <laughs> they do. Yeah, I mean, all prophets end up dead, yeah. right? <laughs> but... <laughs> Before their time. But uh, yeah. Maybe, sometime, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you normally ask the question, so I'll just... I'll let you do that now. <laughs> no, well, my question is always like, well, what do you think? Think so, about this, yeah. Yeah, so that's good. He will prepare the way. That just brings me to what is that God spell? Yeah. He, yes. You and everybody. He's the way. Not too much because we all have to pay for it. 
Oh. <laughs> no way. That can't be under. I mean, it's like 40 or 50 years old now, right? Yeah. It's Is it 100 now. years? I think so. I think Disney okay. changed it to 100. <gasps> Disney. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's that's prepare ye. It's about like this is the prophecy, right? Get ready. Right. Which we've heard the last several weeks. Right, right, right. And John is continuing this, but it's kind of coming to a fever pitch. It's kind of cool because the last, what, two months of the last year of the liturgical year has been all about preparing and it just mm-hmm. kind of continues a little bit more into advent yeah yeah oh you know it's a different voice i've been thinking so much about our last conversation about um advent and yeah. how it's sort of doomy and gloomy yeah. and and i i had to look up the other day whether we do the gloria during advent because oh. i couldn't remember if we do alleluias and glorias we do right we do alleluias but not glorias i guess oh okay <laughs> I guess. Oh, that's good to know because that's my time timeline for uh, oh. <laughs> the wondrous stories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good yeah, point. It'd be like a good three minute right. break. Yeah, yeah. So interesting because I, I, I know Alleluia's is Lent and no, right. definitely no Gloria's during Lent. Right. In the desert. Right. But interesting that's also. So they're kind of like two different focuses, though, right? In ad in Lent, where it's penitential, we're supposed to be living our sorrow for not being loved, basically. Yeah. Not you know making loving choices. Okay. Okay. Not being true to what God, you know, has in mind for us, and okay. so that's that time of like denying ourselves things to remind us that we need to do better right right but advent the reason we we do hallelujah is because hallelujah but we don't do glorias and that's about like anticipation oh okay you okay so save it's it. a different theme it's like yeah. oh this is coming yeah 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 like not opening okay. up your presents until christmas exactly okay like, i can't wait to hear the gloria again cool kind of thing yeah yeah so I think over the years, we've kind of blurred those two seasons. They're both purple. Yeah. They're right. both, you know, temporary. Yeah. They're both by weeks. They both have the pink week, you know, yeah, so yeah. we sort of can lose the distinction okay. between the two um, seasons. But this is a time of joyful hope. Okay. Right. Joyful hope. Yeah. And we've been talking about, um, you know, they keep saying, be ready get ready and the best way to get ready is not about like getting rid of everything right it's not about like living i don't know in ashes okay it's about caring for each other right right right. yeah yeah yeah. so it is a different it is a really different feel yeah from lent right and i think it would be a lot more fun Mm -hmm. if we you know because we've gotten to this place where we're like no we can't have the baby and the in the cradle and we can't yeah. put up the christmas lights and we can't have colors in the church you know right right um i can't have a christmas tree yeah. yada yada but it's it's got to be about like anticipation right yeah i love that uh, when i was in when i was working in hamilton okay i used to drive up 1a to get there and there was a it was a baking it was a bread baking place pigs fly no it was okay. it was like the great british baking company okay. <laughs> i don't know North Shore. yeah and it was opening and every day i would go by and there would be a huge sign in the window that said 30 days until hot bread oh i like that oh That's my gosh advertising. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and yeah. every day it would go down and i'd be like oh my God, hot <laughs> bread like that's the most that's the best descriptive 
ugh. Yeah. Like you can smell it, yeah. you know? Warm buns. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you know I was there right. when it was opened. It good? Yes. Great Harvest Bird. Oh, okay. I wonder if it's still there. It's not. Ugh. There's one in New Hampshire, I think. Oh, okay. But um, I always think of that when Advent comes because it's like, you know, in Lent, you're kind of waiting for it to be over. Yes. Yes. Especially you know? if you're like giving up something good. Yeah. Yeah. And in Advent, it's like, oh, I'm yeah. waiting for something great. Right. I love that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And it's funny, too, because my friends, um, some of my friends are like, you know, it's all this build up for one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, actually, actually, it's a season. You're that, well, actually, guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my head. Yeah. I'm like, it is a season. <laughs> Underneath my breath. When um, COVID was happening. Yeah. And you and I were working together and we're yeah. trying to figure out, like, what should Advent be like? That year, I was like, you know what? Screw Advent. Like, let's just yeah. get to Jolly. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't need... Yeah, straight to joy because <laughs> like we, need we it needed that. More than anything. Right, right. And I think you can have some flexibility in how you look at yeah. that season, as we talked about on well, Tuesday. It's, you know, it is really good because um, the world is frantic. I mean, this is from, like, Thanksgiving on. People yeah. are, like, either buying online or, like, it's very stressful. So yeah. it's nice that they could come to church and, say, and then it be more reserved and yeah. more peaceful. Yeah. In that, in t- Have you noticed people are driving terrible right now? Uh, I'm, I, I've been noticing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, it, it's like, as the... As Christmas gets closer, people get like, ah. yeah. I've been in back of a lot of slow people. Yeah, but like, don't take a turn. You know those kind of people. Yes, they're like, just get over. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Please use the ox, people. Use your yeah. ox. Yeah, I use my horn. <laughs> I mean the lane. I'm oh. talking about the lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And I use my horn. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> so you're that guy. That. I just, I just, you know, beep, beep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I shouldn't have to break is my issue. You should never have to break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So the anticipation for me to get to the destination is right. huge. <laughs> well, I'm so behind it. totally us. relate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So meanwhile, though, let's talk about the wilderness. Okay. Yeah. Which John loves. John's in the wilderness. Yeah. People are coming to him. Uh, and um, spoiler alert. Okay. Jesus, after he's baptized, goes also out into the, into the wilderness. Okay, but what does the wilderness look like in Jerusalem? Because yeah. I think woods. Oh. Because of New Hampshire. Because of wilderness, yeah. right. No, it's more des- It's a desert. Deserty. okay. Yeah, so it's very scrubby and, um, yeah, and not, not a lot of shade. Yeah, I was going to say not a lot of plant life. Yeah, okay. yeah. Wow, hot. Yeah. And cold because I know the desert right. fluctuates. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's really kind of a barren place. Wow. Yeah. Just you and your thoughts. You and your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And the voice of God, hopefully. Right, right. With some temptation during Lent. Tell me. Lent. I know. I know. It'll come. Yeah. Tell me, um, have you ever had an experience of wilderness? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, well, definitely, like, some retreats have been really good and just yeah. kind of, like, removing myself from where I am. Uh, yes and no with, like, my time with Catholic Art Work Camp because I would leave home for eight weeks. Yeah. And so I would be with totally new people in totally different areas. Yeah. So that was it. But I was really busy. Yeah. But more surrounded by, Catholic, like, good people. Yeah. Too, and good things happening with service. Mm. Um, 
and then also probably my like traveling to and from Texas too. I mean, those would literally be me in the car for yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I love those moments. Oh, also, I just recently went to Sturbridge Village to see the Christmas lights. Oh, you did. And by myself. And that was... Oh, you were by yourself? I was. Yeah, oh. my friends um, decided not to go, but I really wanted to go. Yeah. It was... Um, really nice. I put my oh, ears in, yeah. and I was listening to Christmas jazz music. And <laughs> your favorite? I just sent you a video though about jazz. Oh, great! Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's you. Okay. And um, it was really nice because I was like it, outside. It was yeah. cold. I was able to walk around and kind of explore. Alone is the best way to go do these things because you get to go your own pace. Yes. Right. Yes. You get and to the, eat what you want. The second I got there, I was like, my friends would hate this, and I'm so glad I'm here. Really? Yeah. It was just cold and yeah. a lot of walking. Yeah. Which is fine. Oh, that's awesome. Um, in Christian circles, especially kind of uh, deconstructing evangelicals. Yeah. They talk about the wilderness as a place of feeling outcast, mm-hmm. right? Of feeling like apart okay. and sort of um, kind of forgotten or or pushed out of their churches, of their own faith. Right. Mostly people who are deconstructing made that walk themselves, right? Right. They, they, made that choice. Yeah. yeah. Like either they were rejected from their church for whatever reason. Okay. Or they came to a place where they just couldn't do it anymore. So they're out um, and they talk a lot about, you know, authors about this, about the wilderness and how it is such a lonely place. Yeah, it can be. Right? Especially if you leave in a community. Yeah. 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 So, and gosh, and right now in the church there, I feel like there's more people in the wilderness. Yeah in that lonely wilderness, in that feeling of exile, yeah. than are in. Yes. Right? Well, Boston is the loneliest city. Is it? Nation. Yeah. Oh. The study just came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, oh, that's sad. It is sad. It is sad. Um, and I can totally, I understand, I get that because you, you hopefully left for like a good righteous reason, mm-hmm. but it is a lot of effects of like, yeah, maybe you can't talk to friends as much or... Right. Yeah, yeah. I experienced habits. that yeah. when I was laid off from from the yeah. church. Yeah, I feel I really felt exiled. Yeah, and it happened just before Easter. Yep, and I remember being like, "Well, where do I go?" Yeah, you know, like who? I remember being like, "I don't, I can't go back there." Yep, where my whole life is, you right. know. Yeah, but I also don't want to go anywhere where somewhere else where someone knows me, right? Because they'll be like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, right. But I also. Didn't want to go to a church that had shitty music or yeah. or preaching. Right, right, yes. <laughs> so it was yeah. like, I literally, I one day drove to New Hampshire. I wow. think it was like after Easter. I drove to New Hampshire because I knew there was a church there that kind of fit those. Yeah. And it was a good choice. Good. But I felt that feeling of being out in the wilderness, like forced out yeah. into a place where everything that I had relied on, except for Scott yeah. was and my family, I mean, and you yeah. <laughs> was like stripped from stripped. me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I was like in a place of spiritually eating locusts, you know, right. like yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. just trying well, to funny. find the scraps of this faith. Yeah. And it took a long time to, you know, find that again. Yeah, yeah. So I think of that a lot when I hear about people in the wilderness. I, I know what that feels like. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's a, tough. It is. 
It's tough. There's a whole um, sort of a organization or movement called Evolving Faith. Oh, okay. With Sarah Bessie at the head. And um, it was created by, what's her name? Evans. She died. But anyway, they um, they write for people who are in the wilderness. wilderness. Ooh, yeah. And okay. they have a conference okay. in the fall called Evolving Faith where they say they set a table in the wilderness. Nice. Which is kind of like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It's about not saying like, oh, you have to come back to church. Yeah. Right? It's like we're coming to you. We're going to set a table right where you that. are. Yeah. Is it local? It's on. It's not, but okay. it's online. Oh, okay. So you can do like a whole, I did it my first year of being kind of in exile. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it was like a Friday night and all day Saturday on cool. Zoom and it was really healing. Nice. It was really nice. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, if you're in that in that space, yeah. And I think this year's conference, you can you can rent, you can still buy it or something on Zoom. You know, you can watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. It's still available. On yeah. That. So I I recommend that if you're feeling wildernessy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for MQA, I don't. Yeah, I can't think of any other yeah. place I would go to. You'd have to come to the village. Probably. Yeah. I have read so much about deconstructing and, you know, it's just sort of an interesting thing for me. Right. And a lot of people who deconstruct, who are, who are very like intellectual end up in the Catholic church. Yeah. That makes sense. So people who have been bounced out for whatever reason of like evangelical, especially like the, the big box stores with the great music and the shallow preaching and preachers with sneak in sneakers. Sneakers, Yes move toward the Catholic church because they want something deeper. Right. And there's and, so much depth. Well, at least there's church cer- history. Yeah. T- yeah. And teaching and yeah. Oh, scholarship. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot here. Yeah. Um, but I, it makes me think like maybe, maybe this is a system that should be working, right? Like people can enter the church at an evangelical sort of shallow level. Okay kind of like youth ministry you have great music you have a lot of emotions and then you move toward maturity and maturity brings you to the catholic church maybe we should all be working together right yeah you know to kind of create a system like a farm league yeah i mean if the whole if all of our goal is to have personal relationship with jesus right you all should be on the same page right yeah exactly and it's just ways of, of praying yeah and connecting right and and just like um just like all of us, sometimes we need to go back to our, our more shallow times. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean to say shallow as um, negative, but less threatening kind of, yes. or less of a commitment. Yes. Sometimes we need to go back and just listen to yeah. songs that we listened to when we were kids. And Well, yeah, especially if you've been like involved so much and yeah. like that, something there broke you. Yeah. You don't want to repeat it immediately. Right. You need that slow on-ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. You need to just be like, you're kind of rebuilding your foundation. And so yes. don't worry about the windows or trimmings or anything. Right. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, and there's also the adults that come to Catholic Church. Like they, they're just so, they've done a lot of research and yes. a lot of like looking into. Oh and my I'm like, gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. A few years ago, the last time I think I did RCIA, which is the process of coming into the church. Yeah. Like the way it had worked before was you, you know, you go like, hey, you want to be Catholic? Come on in. Right. And then you do like 10 classes yeah. about all the Catholic stuff. Right. And then they're baptized. But this 
person came in having watched like entire RCIA seasons. Wow. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. He knew everything. Yeah. There was nothing to teach him, yeah. honestly. And he, but what he didn't have was a church. Yeah. Right. Like he like didn't community. have a community. Yeah. And that was the thing that we could provide him as a church. Yeah. So just, it's just really, it's a shift. It's a it huge is. Shift, it's really which is, interesting. Which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think people join the Catholic church for like the spirit. Um, you know, like we're not so, um, like with the music and, you know, we're not mm -hmm. so like, Hey, we're cool. You right. know, come on in. Like it, it is a, the, I mean, there are some, there are, that, right. Yes. Like you could go to, you could go to Belmont. You can bleep that out if oh, you want, Belmont. but yeah, like well, that's a sort of wrote. introductory sort of. It's true. But majority. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. But Advent, <laughs> yeah. but John. So what do you think about like, is John's story important? Is it an important part of of Jesus's story. Could we have left this whole bit about John out? No, I think it, it is important. I don't think people highlight it enough, but like we all are supposed to be John to people. We're Tell all, more. We are all supposed to be well, telling people about Jesus right. and about forgiveness and how he loves us. Right. So we all need to be the messenger for Christ. Right. Not necessarily the lifestyle, but yeah. you know, definitely the messenger. Yeah. Like we all need a John. Yeah. We are all Johns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, what's a female John? Um, I don't even know. Joanna? Juanita? Oh, yeah. Would that be? Jose? <laughs> Jose? Jose? <laughs> Josephine. Josephine. There, there we is. go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we all need to be John or Josephine. No, that's Joseph, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, if you're out there, I comment, like, yeah, subscribe. I think it week. is Juanita. Really? Yeah. Juanita? Juan is... Oh, Juan. Right. Yeah, Juanita. Okay, yeah. but now we're speaking English. <laughs> so John. John. Joanne. Oh, maybe. Maybe Joanne. Joan. I don't Joan. know. Look, I feel like we've really beat this analogy to death. <laughs> so I want to read you just one quote before we go. Okay. Okay. Oh, two quotes. I have one that that hits right on what you just said. Um, on Holy Textures, I got this. It says, unlike us, John the Baptizer is a wild and woolly character. Although you're kind of wild and woolly. But like us, he lives to point people to the one who is greater than himself. John is the first Christian in the sense that he is the first who gives witness to Jesus. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I have another little bit of quote I want to read you. Um, and this is Stofferton, our friend, Brian Stofferton. <laughs> I just quote him a lot. Yeah. Mark begins his writing with a statement by the narrator, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, son of God. Right from the beginning, we, the readers, know more than most of the characters in the narrative. We already, we are already anticipating this writing to be good news, which is a comment about what the writing does to us okay. Okay. rather than just what it says. We're already anticipating ways that Jesus will be attested as the Messiah, the Son of God, and watching how the characters come to realize this, if they ever do. Wow. I love this. Yeah, that's really good. Right? Like, we know how this story ends, and so does the writer right. of the gospel. So um, even John doesn't know, right? Yeah. Even Jesus doesn't necessarily no, know. No, yeah. So he's... He's got that hindsight, and so do we, but it's going to be interesting to watch people come through this story yeah. coming to know Jesus. Mm. It's Joan. It is. <laughs> you looked it up. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's great. 
I like that. Oh, I have one more thing about the good news. Oh, okay. The gospel, right? Because we always talk about the good news. Yeah. The good news, but what is it? <laughs> Do you really not know? No. Are you being the... <laughs> is this, is yeah. this leading the It was a great setup. It was really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the beginning of this reading, it says the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. So, this I think is fascinating. In 9 BC, 9 BC, so nine years before Jesus's birth, within a decade of Jesus's birth, the birthday of Caesar Augustus was hailed as euangelion, good news. Oh. Oh. Gospel. Since he was hailed as a god, Augustine's birthday signaled the beginning of the new good news for the world. In the Greco-Roman world, the world always appears in the plural, meaning one good tiding among others. But in the New New Testament of Euangelion appears only in the singular, the good news of God and Jesus Christ, beside which there is no other. The concept of good news was not limited to military and political victories, however. In the prophet Isaiah, good news is transferred to the inbreaking of God's final saving act when peace good news and release from oppression will be showered on God's people. For Mark, the advent of Jesus is the beginning of the fulfillment of the good news heralded by Isaiah. So we talked about, I think we talked about the coins and how they had uh, Caesar's head on them, right? And that he was, I don't know if we really kind of made this point, but he was considered God. God, yeah. And so his son was the son of God, Uh right? Okay. And the good news was his story, the gospel okay. of Caesar, yeah, of yeah, whoever. Yeah. There were gospels about everyone. Right. And gospel means the teaching. It means the good news. Okay. Are you reading the I, teaching right now? I just, it was. Are you looking at other sources, Stephen? <laughs> I just looked up the word gospel. It says the teaching or a revelation of Christ. Yeah. Which is the good yeah, news. Good news. Yeah. Yeah. Evangelion. But okay, so nine nine years before Jesus was born, the good news was out about yep. Augustine. Okay. Yeah. So is this like using that kind of like times t- terminology? Yeah. So okay. it, for Mark, the author of Mark, to say this is the good news. Yeah. This is the Son of God, was a big statement. Right. Ah. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. So we kind of skip over this. We kind of go like, oh, okay, here we go. This is the gospel. We know what the gospel is. Right. But then. But that then would be like it was why you take this Roman world, yeah, 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 applying it to Jesus. Yeah, because when was Mark written? At about sixty. So around the same time as Matthew. Matthew was uh, ninety, oh, wasn't 90. he? Oh, okay. So, so right before, or right ten years before the fall destruction of, of the temple. temple. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of like um, tension in it, Mark's gospel. There's a lot of like energy and yeah. Well, it makes sense if ten years. Yeah. And you can see what's happening. Exactly. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Immediately. It's going to be good. Yeah. Immediately. Drink. <laughs> Ring the bell. Awesome. Uh, so here we go. Yeah. Into the next week of Advent, which is sort of our last week of Advent this year. Full one. Right. Yeah. Because it's so the crow or crock or crow or something. The crow. Okay. (laughs) Listener, thanks for hanging in here with us. And uh, thanks for coming on Tuesday night. It was really fun. It was. It was. And we hope we'll do that again sometime, right? Yeah. Next year, anniversary. Yeah. And this week, be a John. Be a John. Introduce someone to Jesus. Not like the prostitute John, but like 
<laughs> prostitute. Yeah, that's John. like a word for a male prostitute. Is it John? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't mean that. Yeah, we mean John the Baptist. Be yeah. John the Baptist. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll. This has kept you until listening to us next week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Join us next week on Lux, the, the podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to Lux, the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux, the podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux, the podcast is produced by Stephen Antonio, and you can find him at stephenantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Lux underscore the podcast.